right, welcome back to MSL. We're about to play Hang Up and Listen. The phone number is 360-8255, 360-8255. And I'm stoked about the prize this week for Hang Up and Listen. Johnny, wasting we're going to waste no time. We're going to tell the listeners right now what the grand prize is this week on Hang Up and Listen. This week's lucky winner of Hang Up and Listen, thanks to our wonderful friends at Smoothie King, who've donated two tickets to the FedEx St. Jude Classics, which of course is next week. Tons of fun. So pick up the phone, 360-8255, and get on the line. Two tickets to the FedEx St. Jude Classic from our friends from Smoothie King. All right, it's an awesome prize. That's a free. That's God, a now free, I want a smoothie. Free pair of tickets. Thanks. Uh, shout out to our friends over at Smoothie King. Always taking care of us and our listeners on the show. Smoothie would be healthier than the donuts we had. <laughs> yeah, we should have had uh, some smoothies. Uh, first caller every week. Uh, By the way, I did have a smoothie. If y'all didn't notice, I had my Smoothie King this morning. Oh, did you? All right. I did. I did. The first caller every week on Hang Up and Listen wins a grand prize, or wins a prize, not the grand prize. They do win a prize every week. Uh, and this week, you get $5 to TCBY and $10 to Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's uh, go eat at Ease. There are four Memphis area Ease locations. There's the original one on Union Avenue, across from Methodist University Hospital. There's the one on Summer Avenue. There's the one right across the new one. That's the new one right there across from East High School on uh, Poplar. And then there's the one right down the mountain from us at Park in Mount Moriah. It is uh, right there in the middle of it, uh, Italian Fest going on this weekend. And uh, that ease is slammed right now, right there. If you're going to Italian Fest or driving by Italian Fest, look for it. There's ease right there on that corner. They've moved into a bunch of the old CKs locally. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, with um, every location serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So if you're out late or up early, stop by E's, get something to eat. Uh, that's E's 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at E's. $10 to E's plus $5 to TCBY to the first caller on Hang Up and Listen. The phone number is 360-8255. The grand prize this week. It doesn't get much better than this. The FedEx St. Jude Classic next week. Phil Mickelson uh, here, uh, um, along with others. Matt Coocher. I love Cooch. Maybe John Daly. Is he your favorite? I just love Cooch. Uh, a pretty good lineup uh, set for next week's FedEx St. Jude Classic. Of course, always fun no matter what. pair of tickets, thanks to our friends at Smoothie King, to the winner of Hang Up and Listen today. When you hear somebody hang up and listen... You call in, jump in on the phone lines, and uh, the rules are simple. It works like this. You call in, you say whatever's on your mind. You can say a question. You can say a comment. It can be about sports. It doesn't even have to be about sports. But it's whatever you want to say. We turn the show over to you. But the one thing is, if you want to qualify for any of the prizes, you got to make sure you end your phone call with the phrase, I'm going to hang up and listen. You've got to say, I'm going to hang up and listen if you want us to talk about your topic and if you want to qualify to win the grand prize. So the sirens are going off in the suburbs. Let's play some hang up and listen. All right, 360-8255 is the phone number, 360-8255. Talk about whatever you want, as long as you end your phone call. I'm going to hang up. And listen, we're going to start things off this week with Gary. Gary, you're in Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Hey, guys, how are y'all doing today? What's up? Uh, well, I just uh, I appreciate the prize that I just won. And uh, I just want to say this. 
Uh, the best sports on TV right now is last night. The Blackhawks beat the Los Angeles Kings, and it's going to the seventh game in Chicago Sunday night. And if anybody wants to see an exciting event, just tune in tomorrow night. That is a seventh game of of a playoff game between Chicago White, not White Sox, the Blackhawks, and the Los Angeles Kings. It's a, it's going to be a downright game, and uh, I'll hang up and listen. All right, thank you, Gary. Those highlights actually on the TV uh, in the studio right now from last night's game, but that is how it's done. Be sure to end your phone call and hang up and listen. Gary winning the $5 to TCBY and the $10 to Ease, but you can still win the pair of tickets to the FedEx St. Jude Classic from our friends at Smoothie King. That goes to the best call day on Hang Up and Listen. And talking about Gary, I mean, it's as, as sports fans, sometimes you wonder why is there a Stanley Cup game being scheduled the same night as an NBA game. Why don't they spread it out a little bit? But I think it worked out for the best last night. Uh, when you're when you're getting these NBA games that become a blowout, if one of them is bad, you're going to flip over to the other one. The hockey game was such a tremendous uh, game that it had people who were in front of televisions wanting to watch sports, tired of the basketball game last night. They flipped over to hockey when they otherwise probably wouldn't have and I uh, got to see a good game, and now we're going to Game 7 in the Stanley Cups on um, on Sunday night. There's nothing nothing, be- nothing better than a Game 7. In the- Patrick Kane with for- that late goal forced it, too, man. He had two goals. For all the marbles, a Game 7. Uh, we had what? Who was it? We had a World Series guy on a, a, a couple weeks ago from the Cardinals. Uh, when you get in, when you play in a game, when you play in Game 7s, it's, it's, a, it's a rarity. Um... But uh, to have it in the championship, they had an NBA last year, and who knows, we might have it again this year. Um, game sevens are awesome, especially when they it's for all, for all the marbles. Tom Hur, yes, was the, uh, the Cardinal. Cardinals legend on the program a couple weeks ago. But we're having you on the show right now. It's Hang Up and Listen, 360-8255. Tony's in Bartlett. You're on Hang Up and Listen. What's up, Tony? Uh, how you guys doing today? What's up? Uh, I was going to say... Uh... Is anybody watching uh, the Atlanta Braves? Uh, we've had some injuries uh, going on early in the season, but we're still managing to hold uh, still managing to hold first place in the division right now. Okay. Oh, it looks like Tony is not is not playing by the rules. Uh, all right, here's here's how it works again. we got to remind you. This is Hang Up and Listen. We do it every Saturday at noon on this program. We open up the phone lines to you. You can decide what we talk about. The only thing is, you have to end your phone call with "I'm gonna hang up and listen." Otherwise, we won't talk about what you. We won't talk about your topic. Uh, we won't answer your question. We won't comment on whatever you have to say, and you won't be eligible to win the prize. You got to say "hang up and listen." And tonight, today's prize is unbelievable because it's those two tickets for the tournament next week. Uh, which is how much does it cost to get into the FedEx St. Jude Classic? Now, it's got to cost a, a, a good penny. Johnny, do you know how much it costs to get into the, to the FedEx St. Jude Classic? No, how much is a ticket? Oh, I know how much it costs. Me, nothing. Because I, <laughs> I co- work in the media. You'll be, you'll be, you'll be working. I'm saying, if I want to go buy a ticket this week, do we have no how much it's going to cost? Because that's it's going to cost somebody zero dollars. Because the winner of Hang Up and Listen is going to get two of them for zero dollars today. Thanks to our friends at Smoothie King. We're going to keep moving. Don't forget to end your phone call with I'm going to hang up and listen. We're going to go to Tim and Bartlett. Tim, you're on Hang Up and Listen on MSL. Yes, sir. And you gentlemen doing okay today? Yes, yes, yes. Well, good. Uh, I'm going to keep swapping local. 
I want y'all to put your heads together and tell me who's going to win the FedEx tournament. And I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, good uh, good call. Who's going to win next week? Now, usually, this is a, is a time-honored tradition on this program, is that I will pr- predict that John Daly is going to win. But as of right now, we don't even know if John Daly is going to be in it. Predict, will John Daly be here? I will. Should I still go ahead and just put my prediction in that John Daly is going to win this thing? It is a time-honored tradition since we've been doing this show. I always predict that John Daly win. I know someday maybe I'll be right. He may not even be in it this year. I hope he is. I hope they work that out. I hope John Daly is there. I know some people don't think he's a draw. I don't know if he's necessarily a uh, John Daly's in it. I'm going to go buy a ticket. But I do think it's a, a possibility of, oh, John Daly's on there. I'm going to go see it. Or, oh, John Daly's not there. Who else is there? Uh, nobody else. John Daly's a name, and he's a draw in that tournament. Hopefully they, they put him on there. But I'm going to predict John Daly. I'm predicting. I'm going with John Daly. You've got an unbelievable roster. Former former uh, champs of the tournament playing. Uh, Phil Mickelson. It could be, it, it could go anyway. It's tough. It's really hard. Like, you, you never... If you predict who actually wins the FedEx St. Jude Classic every year... Um, I'm sure Johnny would love your gambling advice if you're able to predict who's actually going to win. So I'm going with John Daly again. It's a tough one, but John Daly, I think he's going to go from he's going to be extra motivated from this this holdout of whether or not he's going to get a sponsor exemption, and he's going to go for the gold. He's going to win the FedEx St. Jude Classic at Southwind. Johnny, do you have a prediction for the golf tournament? Easy. I love Cooch. Going with his man crush. Cooch, CJ, who are you going to take the next next week's FedEx St. Jude Classic? Who's in it again? <laughs> CJ's not our golf expert. Webb Simpson, he said. Webb Simpson? You're going to give him Webb Simpson? Hey, that's a pretty good pick. Maybe better to than Martin Lisa? Uh, yep. <laughs> that would be... Hey, if Bart Simpson was playing in the tournament, uh, that would be you know awesome. What? I love Cooch. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Boat. 360-8255 is the phone number. We're playing Hang Up and Listen. We're going to Steven in Cordova here and Hang Up and Listen on MSL. What's up, Steven? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks. Hey, I I was, I was don't know if you guys watched last night uh, and uh, Lance Stevenson's uh, behavior. I I believe when, when he uh, sort of did, did his, got his flagrant one, I believe he killed that, his, embarrassed his own teammates, and his, his antics the whole series, I think, was deflated to his teammates, and I, I think that he's hurt himself big time in free agency. I'm not sure if, if the team really want to pay big bucks for somebody that immature. want to know what you guys think, and I ain't got to listen. All right, uh, all right, good call there, Steven. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people who... You you look at what Lance you know Lance Stevenson's behavior and he, it makes that makes people in Memphis at least it made me think you, know, you go back to think about Zebo right I think about Zebo getting suspended uh, for the way he acted and you know Lance Stevenson is no Zebo he's but he's been fun to watch uh, this series um, and there's no highlight whether it was last night's or whatever uh, thing with him blowing on on LeBron James. Is, is maybe one of my favorite uh, highlights of the entire season. Have you when seen the like, pictures of him? Like they put memes up of him blowing, and then like put a birthday cake there, or put a dandelion in, oh, yeah. or something like that. Oh, the be- the best one, the video game when he's blowing on a video game. That's my that's my favorite. <laughs> like blowing on a old uh, NES game or something. 
But, uh, no, you know, the NBA gets in, in a weird spot. Of course, now they don't have to, to worry about it. But that is something that I was not expecting in that series is the fun that we had. I thought it was fun. I thought it was interesting. The stuff that Lance Stevenson kind of became um, a, a fascinating character, kind of like as Tony Allen did uh, in the Thunder series where he became like, not out of nowhere, but but kind of became the, the underdog, uh, like, hey, did you know about this guy? I mean, if you didn't know about the guy, you knew about him by the end of that series. Tony was more heroic than Lance. Would oh, yeah. Lance oh, be more villainous? Oh yeah, it will, de- will, will definitely put him more in a villain scenario. But for Oklahoma City, they probably put Tony Allen as a villain. But uh, we're playing Hang Up and Listen three six zero eighty two fifty five is the phone number. We're going to Dennis. Dennis, you're in East Memphis. You're on Hang Up and Listen. What's up? Hey, how you guys doing today? What up? Hey man, I don't know how long you guys been in Memphis, but uh, we had a coach, uh, Coach Finch, uh, rubbed a couple of high school players the wrong way. I don't know if you guys remember that. And they heard his recruiting for some of the players. And I was just wondering if you guys thought uh, the University of Memphis delaying the uh, hiring of Lawson, do you think that's a good idea? And I'm going to hang up and listen. All right, thanks, Dennis. Uh, we have fully endorsed the hiring of, of Lawson, uh, which has still not happened yet. We're still waiting to happen. So, of course, every week we have to we, – we're, we know the job is still open. So we're offering uh, – we've offered – what was it, last week? We all offered our own things to Coach Pastner. Like if you hire us, we don't have kids to bring to university. But I offered Coach Pastner a $25 gift card to Elfo's Restaurant in Germantown if he would hire me as his assistant coach. I think that's a great deal. Yeah, I mean, I offer my kid. I offer my Ninja Turtle collection. Your future kid? Keelan Lawson has three superstars. Hire him. Yeah, he needs to be hired. And I think it I think it, it can only help in the future as far as getting local kids uh, to come. Because cause Lawson, the whole family is uh, rooted in this community. And I think it could it could be a, end up being another great positive on, on local recruitment. When you hire a high school coach from the city, which which uh, Pastner has not done yet, and you finally get a Memphis coach on. It's all, you know, Memphis people are all Memphis people. Anyway, you want to look at him. You got a Memphis guy uh, as an assistant coach. I'm sure that can help with your relationships with the high school and the entire system locally. And by the way, like I said, there is a chance that Keelan Lawson has three children that could be McDonald's All Americans: KJ, Diedrich, and Chandler. Well, he does have the three kids, and they and they all they all should go to Memphis. I think they'll all be uh, contributors on a Tiger roster in the future. For by sure. the way, might I ask you a question? What does it take to be a college assistant basketball coach. I mean, playing college basketball might help you. Coaching right. high school basketball, winning Those are two things. a state championship you think would help you, and coaching in this, these AAU summer leagues and knowing a bunch of kids might help you. And when you got three superstar kids, I don't see a single negative here. No, you're right. The, the one thing that you could say is that, yes, Lawson, his credentials say he should be an assistant coach in college, and he's qualified to do that. I think the people who would, would would fight against that is saying, "Hey, his first job should not be at the University of Memphis." But again, that's the same right, thing. The, the same thing happened for the, the head coach. University of Memphis. His first big job right. was at the University. Right. Of Memphis. His first job shouldn't have been there, and it seems to be working out okay. So sometimes people get their first job in the field; they get a better one than they they maybe should, and they got to prove themselves. And Pastor's doing a good job, and I think it's worth it. It's definitely worth the risk. We, we endorse that. What's what are our old Miss and Mississippi State doing? Why have they not swooped in like, hey, Memphis is waiting? Man, there's reports that like four or five other schools have already already offered it. About. He's he's waiting. He's waiting. He, he it's going to happen, and from what it looks like, it's going to happen. And why there's such a delay, I don't know. I think Pastor was on vacation or something. Um, 
it's a slow a slow time in in, in the the world of college basketball. Just kind of let the chatter kind of you know dissipate. Yeah. I I still will be surprised if it does not happen. We're gonna keep moving. George is in East Memphis. You're on Hang Up and Listen on MSO. Yeah, I want to talk a little FedEx Saint Jude and some tough luck with the Wall Street Journal report on Phil Mickelson. And this is the year that we're using the uh, Phil name as uh, the major marketing angle for this with all the advertising. Tough, tough break, but you know maybe it's gonna just kind of pan out to be nothing. But I want your guys' opinion because I want to hang up and listen. All right, thanks, George. Uh, what George is referencing this is coming. This story coming down. Uh, a little insider trading. Yeah, from the Wall Street Journal that the FBI and the SEC are probing. Um, and Billy Walters is involved. Uh, a couple other folks. But Phil Mickelson, insider trading investigation began in 2011 um, with unusual trades in Clorox. But somebody just needs to tell the Wall Street Journal. If you're Memphis, you're like, huh. Wall Street Journal, just hush, y'all. Just hush, Wait y'all. Wait a week, Yeah, just hush, y'all. Right? And the other thing, it's not the, I don't uh, think the it'll, SEC, I, by the way, is not Mike Slav coming after you. That's the uh, right. Securities and Exchange Commission. Exactly. Not the not the one that – that's not the one they chant at the football games. I've always wondered, like, in like banking commission uh, conventions and stuff, do they ever chant that? But um, So, no, we hope – hey, as Memphians, we hope – I think it's too early to tell. And all it does, really – I would think is maybe put this more in. Remember when Adam Silver came to town? Like he was visiting Memphis just in general, and it just happened to be the day that all the Don Sterling stuff just blew up, and so the national media attention was on that. I just think this may may increase the attention of Phil Mickelson playing next week and make it a bigger story and maybe put more of a focus on the tournament than it would otherwise have um, in its weekend in June. So, hey, what's the saying? No, no press is bad press. Uh, or yeah, what? All, pre- all press is good press. <laughs> yeah, any publicity oh, wait, is yeah, good publicity. No press is bad press. Any, any press. Any any publicity good. is good publicity. Uh, and what well, this is? I mean, come on. I mean, it's it's negative news about about Phil, but it could, depending on how the story evolves, it's still fluid over the next couple of days. It could be a, a lot more attention on Memphis next week than we expected. And by the way, like Martha Stewart and now Phil Mickelson or whatever, people really don't really care. I mean, at least I don't. Did you say it was? In Clorox, like uh, yeah, it was yeah. Clorox, and then he also made another trade with like Deed and Foods, and what it was, it, he played golf with Frederick Jacobson at an event in 2008, and then after that, they're saying that he made some trades and blah 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 blah, yeah, blah 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 blah. All right, we're gonna keep moving on. Hang up and listen. We're gonna go to Larry. He's in South Haven. What's up, Larry? You're on. Hang up and listen on MSL. Hey guys, I hey. just want to throw something out there. I don't know if you have or uh, if any of your listeners have volunteered, but it's so great being a volunteer. I mean, I've still got the hush y'all paddles hanging on the wall. I haven't done it in a few years, but I've got some of the shirts. They treat you like royalty out there. You get to be on the, the greens and the tees. I mean, I remember being there when uh, Michael Jordan came up. I couldn't get near him because his bodyguards had guns, but... <laughs> Really, if you volunteer, you get to see it up close and personal. You get to do something good. And um, it, it's just a great experience. And I would challenge anyone out there that wants to do it to either do it, find someone that you know is doing it, and get in. But uh, I'm just going to hang up and listen. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, Larry. That's a, that's a good good I thought call. That was art. Oh, that was art. Was that art? That was art. 
It was Art. Or was it Larry? I think that was Larry. In South Whoever Haven. it was. That was Good Larry. Call. Art just hung up at the same time as Larry. I didn't think I messed that up. Thanks. Yeah, that was a great call from from Larry. I, that's one of my favorite. Uh, I've gone to the tournament most years, FedEx St. Jude Classic. But when I was younger, it was when the Michael Jordan uh, was was here. You know, and he had it was like pre made autographs they were handing out and stuff. But I don't I don't recall remember seeing his uh, his bodyguards there, like armed bodyguards. But uh, I believe it because you know, like you go to the airport now and you see those guys with those like machine guns. I can just imagine like Michael Jordan walking around with like guys with big old Uzis and stuff, like Rambo. Yeah, like trying to protect protect Jordan because that was back when we were a you know a starving uh, NBA town. You know, we we loved the NBA back then, but didn't get to have it on a nightly basis. And then you have uh, Michael Jordan show up and play in your golf tournament. Still, still the biggest star maybe ever to play the FedEx St. Jude Classic. Yeah, but he is the main without point a doubt was. Phil Cannon puts on a great event out of, you know, TBC Southland. FedEx St. Jude is awesome, and it can be done without volunteers. So if you got the time, volunteer. It's a lot this of fun. is the volunteer state, even though he was calling from South Haven. But it's suburb. you volunteer up here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Magnolia State and the Volunteer State, fantastic. Great to know we got uh, people volunteering uh, from all over. We're going to go to our last caller this week on Hang Up and Listen. It's Art. He's in Millington. What's up, Art? Yeah, I got a question. I'm a big uh, Josh Pastner fan. I think he does a lot for the university and the community, and especially the kids. I think we can be proud to have him as a coach. But it seems like um, it takes him forever to make decisions sometimes. This Keelan Lawson thing's been going on for a while, and we haven't had a Franklin conditioning coach since midseason last year. And I just wonder why it takes him so long sometimes to make up his mind. I'll hang up and listen. All right, that's an interesting. Great question, Art. That is true. He's taken a long time. He fires his brother-in-law, and then he he hasn't replaced them. Uh, I guess it's Finding hard. Finding a strength and conditioning coach shouldn't have taken this long period. Well, it's hard to find one that, that likes to wear masks and hide in the, in the shadows. You've got to find somebody with the right qualifications, right? Yeah, you do, but. There's I... only so many mysterious uh, trainers that you can find. I'll wear a mask and hide in the shadows. Or maybe he's waiting for his uh, sister to divorce and get remarried and hire that person. Mary Matt, if you wear a mask, you might find a girlfriend. Who, CJ? (laughs) Terrible. I'm going to get a mask made of, like a Johnny Radio mask, and you can be me all around town. (laughs) I'll definitely get them in. I might have to watch out. Sleaze of Memphis. Ladies be coming up slapping me all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, you would be, yeah. I would would stay away from... uh, Women's restrooms and, and areas like that. Um, three, three. That was our last caller this week on Hang Up and Listen. Uh, I don't know we, what we've got uh, with Josh Pastor and why he's taking so long. I don't know. Again, I think at this one, if I'm not mistaken, he was kind of actually taking a rare Josh Pastor vacation. Um, but I could be wrong on that. And that's why this is taking a little bit. But why it hasn't happened yet, I don't know uh, what. The delay would be any longer because I know. Pastor I mean, Mark, he should be. He's not going to be on that every long. single year. He has to go out and hire a new assistant because somebody leaves. Right? Does he not have a list in his pocket like R.C. Johnson, like of who he wants to hire? And then it's easy. I mean, this was the easy, the easiest hire yet. Maybe he's wait. Maybe he may not hire Lawson. And maybe he's he's still talking. Bring back Luke Walton. Oh my goodness! <laughs> who knows? I made that up, but I, you never know. It can't be anybody who's against the Lawson hire. I just point to Luke Walton. That didn't do anything. Uh, that was a, a a wasted hire if there's ever been one. So. Gardner, Jason, what do you I mean? What was that? I read yeah. somewhere where Luke Walton was up for discussion with the Knicks job. 
Yeah, there was some yeah. some rumors going on with that. People can put anything out there, can't they? <laughs> People can put anything out there. All right, that uh, that does it for Hang Up and Listen. We're going to decide the winner over the commercial break. And uh, also on the other side of the break, we've got Greg Akers from the Memphis Flower. He joins us the last Saturday of every month. And as part of that, we always cast a sports star in a movie. If they made a movie about sports star, what, uh, who would play them on the big screen? This week's sports star, we're going with the Grizzlies returning to power general manager, Chris Wallace. So if you if you have any ideas on who should play Chris Wallace in a movie, you can go ahead and tweet them over at Cerrito or text them at 67129. We're going to have that discussion and announce the winner of Hang Up and Listen when we come back. But first, CJ, if you will. CJ. Yo. Oh, this right here, this portion was brought to you by Church Health Center Wellness. A healthy you starts at Church Health Center Wellness. Personal story. Well, you know, I lift. Kevin lifts. John lifts. Occasionally when he's shows up or whatever we're all gonna go to cooking classes one day it'll be fun to have it all folks you know we get in shape for dodgeball basketball everything whether you're into cardio weights basketball strength training they really do have it all there are no contracts and membership is as low as 15 dollars a month located in the heart of midtown at 1115 union ave church health center wellness your key to a healthier you starts today check out their website at churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today and find out why the i love memphis blog calls church health center wellness a gem for the rest of us a healthy you starts at church health center wellness all right uh we'll be right back you're listening to msl on real sports talk sports 56 and 877 fm weekday mornings at eight right here on real sports talk sports 56 and 877 Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, we're about to be joined by Greg Akers from the Memphis Flyer. We are taking your tweets and your texts right now, Ed Cerrito, and a text line 67129. We're about to cast Chris Wallace in a movie with Greg Akers and talk to him about a bunch of other stuff, including why Nashville sucks. But we did just play an exciting version of Hang Up and Listen. We played each and every week at high noon. And we just played it then. The winner this week of Hang Up and Listen is Larry. Larry, give us Good a call job. back. Uh, you are the winner of Hang Up and Listen this week. Larry's uh, call to volunteers for the FedEx St. Jude Classic. All right, when it is the last Saturday of the month, we're joined by our friend from the Memphis Flyer. He is the film and TV editor. He is Greg Akers, and he joins us right now. What's going on, Acres? You there, Greg? Hey, Greg. Hey, what's up? What's up? How are you doing today? I'm I'm great. How are y'all? 
Fantastic. Um, all right, in a moment, we're going to cast Chris Wallace in a movie. and I, We've got some good tweets and texts from people, and I've oh, got good. my ideas. I know you've got your ideas. I think the Chris Wallace movie is going to be great. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. I know you'll tell us why Nashville sucks. But first, tell us what's going on in the world of film and TV. I know you had a big uh, cover story last week in the Memphis Fire. It wasn't last week. It was about. It was two weeks. Two ago. weeks ago. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, there's this uh, terrific filmmaker here in Memphis called Mike McCarthy, and uh, he's been uh, making underground films, which means like extremely low budget um, and just kind of very much different from indie in that indie is kind of wanting to to have you know find a greater audience and you know get um, you know kind of attention in Hollywood and things like that and that isn't what he he has been doing he he's making movies here in Memphis uh he's from Tupelo but um for for 20 years now uh he's a great guy great filmmaker uh, and it's so it's his 20th anniversary of making movies here uh but he is celebrating it in a few ways one of the ways is that he is going to stop making those kind of movies and he he wrote a script that he thinks has some actual real potential kind of Hollywood indie movie potential and he's going to try to get that uh, sold or get investors uh, and he um, he's doing this really great thing right now which is uh, called the Time Warp Drive-In at the uh, Summer Drive-In uh, Malco Theater and uh, so once a month so the next one is at the end of June uh, but he it's like they, he shows like four or five movies um, in one night uh, and they're all kind of built around a theme. And the next one is, is the theme is called Hell on Wheels and it's all these kind of car movies, the bullet and Thunder Road and, uh, American Graffiti and Two Lane Blacktop. So it's going to be awesome. Uh, and then I think the July one is Stanley Cooper movies. Uh, but, but that, I mean, the drive-in is, there are many drive-ins anyway, you know, across America. Right. And, and that drive-in is just a true, Asset in Memphis, and and he's really taking advantage of it, which is great. Does that happen uh, every month at the summer drive-in? There's something right now. Uh, yeah. So once a month until uh, October, uh, th- there will be a time warp drive-in, uh, just kind of built around different things. And they did one with Craig Brewer, I think, recently. It was on some night where there was mm-hmm. like five things going on in the city, so right. I couldn't go. Uh, but I, I do remember uh, that happening. That that sounds really cool. So that, uh, Mike McCarthy, we'll get your. Uh, your story uh, retweeted back out there, but that was a great uh, cover story um, there. Also, though, coming up, I, no, oh no, uh oh, all right, bring on the kid. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, the um, so we've got in two. So two weeks ago was your cover story. Mm-hmm. I heard a rumor that this week's cover story is pretty big for the Memphis Flyer. Well, uh, this coming week is our twenty fifth anniversary issue, and uh, so. It'll hit the streets on Wednesday and hit online Thursday. And, uh, we're kind of building just about ev- all the editorial almost in the, in the issue will be built around the kind of retrospective, uh, stuff. So the film and TV section will have a lot of, a lot of things that's from based on their last 25 years. And uh, th- there's going to be some kind of water cooler stuff. Um, and, uh, so I, I think it, it's been a lot of fun putting it together. I think people are really going to like. So it is a collector's issue, very special issue of the flyer uh, next week. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so pick, I think pick it up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and I mean, it, it's been a full team effort. Everybody's been involved in it. 
we're we're it's going to be a big issue. We're just throwing everything at it. All right, very cool. Um, all right, uh, one more thing before we get into, into, into Castaway uh, of Chris Wallace, the um, movie. So there's, I've always seen, I've seen the summer movie season is here, and you're the, our movie expert. There's, um, I've seen Godzilla. I was kind of disappointed with it because there was a lot of hype going into the Godzilla movie. So yeah. upset at Godzilla. I don't need a backstory. Did I you just see, need you to, saw it. Too? I saw it on Sunday. Oh yeah. I don't need a backstory. I just need to see Godzilla fighting other monsters, wrecking stuff. Yeah, and, right. I, I, and I had my disappointment related to other. Other things that if you've seen it and you see me on the street, you want me to know what it is. I don't want to spoil anything, but I had a, some other issues uh, that the people can have with that. Not a big fan of that, but it does seem like this movie season has been front loaded. You have X Men just came out, the Spider Man came out, even though a lot of people said it wasn't tremendous. You liked it though, right, Acres? I did like it. Yeah. Uh, so it seems like it's front loaded. I don't know if anything that's coming out uh, now after after this weekend, except the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, and that's like in August. Well, the. I mean, the big one is the Transformers movie, which I, I think has the July 4th weekend. So I have zero interest in seeing that. I mean, I, right. I just don't care about those movies. Uh, but, but I think there are some good movies that are coming up. Um, and maybe the one I'm looking forward to the most is uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, which is July 11th. And this is a sequel to the reboot of the Planet of the Apes movies, uh, you know, that came out about three years ago or so. And it was great. Uh, the, the, the reboot a couple of years ago was really great, and I'm really excited for this one. Uh, I think the, the trailer looks good, and and uh, I, I think the technology has caught up, so the apes look, you know, realistic and not cheesy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that one's going to be good. Um, there's another one I'm not so sure about, but it certainly has potential, which is called Jupiter Ascending, um, July 18th. It's by the Wachowski brothers, so that's the guys who did The Matrix. And uh, they also did Cloud Atlas. They, I mean, they did Speed Racers. They've done things that haven't fared quite as well. But, you know, I mean, the Matrix movies are so so great and original that, you know, I, I'm going to want to see anything they do. Uh, Mila Kunis is in that, so that's another reason I'm going to see <laughs> right. it. Right. <laughs> um, and then there's another movie uh, later in June called The Rover, and it, it looks really good. It's Guy Pierce and Robert Pattinson, and it basically looks like kind of a, a rip-off of Mad Max. Um, it's set in Australia. It's like post-apocalyptic. There's like cars and motorcycles and stuff. So actually, I don't know how it's different from Mad Max, but <laughs> I love Mad Max, and I love Guy Pearce, so I will get, I will absolutely get to see that one. All right, so there's more stuff out. I, I've no, I've got the, I'm kind of been waiting to see X-Men because I'm like, this could be mm-hmm. the best movie of the summer. Right. Uh, and I haven't seen it yet. I am, I am planning on hopefully going tomorrow or Monday, but um, yeah, I mean, I've heard almost all good things about it, um, and, and I like the X Men movies. Are y'all not embarrassed that y'all's favorite show and y'all are talking about possibly the best movies, like some kids movie? X Men is not, not a kids a, movie. What do you mean? It's uh, about a bunch of. It's a comic book. <laughs> it's comic a graphic books are novel not for kids. I read comic books. And I'm a grown man. Yeah, okay. Come Harden, Harden uh, somebody <laughs> took a leak in his Cheerios again this morning. He's just mad because he can't find the time to read graphic novels and be cool and go see movies. The X-Men movie is very popular. This one is a very unique concept of an X-Men movie. All right, uh, one more thing, Akers. I know uh, Mad Men ended this week. We were a spoiler-free show, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how do you rank this this half season of Mad Men? Um, 9.9. Oh my goodness! You're obsessed with Mad Men. <laughs> I am. I am. I, I, I really, it, I, I'll just say ten. 
Okay. Are you still as mad as you were when you heard that they're splitting the season in half? I'm I'm over it. Um, I, I think it's stupid, um, but it's stupid that I have to wait another you know ten or eleven months to see seven more episodes. Uh, but whatever, I don't care. That there, there's plenty there's plenty on between now and then. So. You can watch other stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, our new our new regular feature on this show. When you come on, we like to cast a sports star in the movies. If they were making a movie about so and so, who would play them? And this month, we are focusing on the newly empowered GM Chris Wallace of your Memphis Grizzlies. Who would play Chris Wallace in a major motion picture? All right, so it's time. It's time for Castaway, Greg. Who are you going to cast in a film about Chris Wallace? My number one choice is a character actor, Tom Wilson. Uh, very well known as Biff from the Back to the Future movie. Biff. Biff. Uh, but if you look at him now, I mean, you know, back then he had. He's a kid, but if you look at him now, he's got the gray hair. The, the the face structure is the same, you know, kind of puffy face. Not puffy face. That's not nice, but you know, it, <laughs> he looks he looks a lot like Chris Wallace. But also, like if you've seen him in in parts that aren't Biff, he's he's very likable character uh, actor. Um, he was in Freaks and Geeks, and he was really good in that. Uh, I think he could really pull off kind of the charm and the intelligence. Of Chris Wallace, so that's my number one choice. All right, that's a, that's a good number one uh, choice. Uh, a very out there pick. Uh, we're we're casting Chris Wallace in a movie. They made a movie about Grizzlies general manager Chris Wallace, who would play him in the movies. You can tweet me at Cerrito. You can tweet Greg at Greg Acres, or you can text us at six seven one two nine if you have an idea of who should play Chris Wallace in a movie. Uh, my first pick was I thought Mike Myers would do a good job. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah. But I mean, if he really wanted to get into more of a serious, and I don't know how serious your Chris Wallace movie is going to be, but uh, of a more serious, I think he could pull it off. I think he would love to have a gray uh, Chris Wallace wig on. Mm-hmm. I think would, I th- that's a really good choice. I think, I think if you went like a, if you did like a young version and then an old, so you like went from like Chris Wallace young, you could do like Heath Ledger, and then when he got older, James Gandolfini. Okay, so you're <laughs> casting dead people? Come on now, <laughs> come on now, that's inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> they're good actors, but they're not that good. Other ones, I was trying to think of some other ones. Do you have Angela other, Lansbury? Do you have other people? Oh, Angela Lansbury. The other people that you would invite to audition for this? Uh, yeah, besides Biff? yeah. So I think if if we're making a Chris Wallace movie, we're going to want to make it in Memphis to keep the jobs here. Mm-hmm. So how about casting a local actor in the jo- in the role, Bill Courtney? Oh, Ooh, I like Bill. <laughs> I like they, Bill. They kind of favor each other, and he's, you know, he got the sports stuff, the credibility. He's been in an Academy Award-winning movie, and um, he, you know, he's kind of a leader type and you know, great talker. Uh, he, I think he has all the attributes. Yeah, and to be perfect for their trailers, like from the Academy Award-winning <laughs> film. I like James Con. James Con? Yeah, man, he's tough, masculine, stud. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't see James Conn as a, as a Chris, Chris Wallace. All right, what are you, a Robert Duvall guy? <laughs> well, right, who, who else is on? You? I like Bill Courtney. I think that's tremendous if he's if he's willing to make that jump. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, I mean the other one. I mean, 
the interesting thing about Chris Wallace is, of course, that he was basically deposed for more than a year from the mm-hmm. team, and now right. he's back. So he is like the ultimate survivor. He's clearly like extremely politically shrewd. So what about someone like Daniel Day Lewis, who doesn't look anything like him, but could could be very convincing as someone who's going to survive through all this craziness? All right, I, I, I about Tom Hanks. I could see Tom Hanks. Yeah. Tom Hanks, maybe. Tom Hanks, maybe. We've got uh, coming on from the text line. You can text us your ideas six seven one two nine. We've got John Goodman. Mm. Maybe. Maybe. I like I that. It, it, he would have to tone it down a little bit. I think. Some other ones on my list of like people I would invite like into audition. The guy who plays Harry on Mad Men. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think maybe he would be good. Um, I at first I thought uh, like Steve Martin, but then I figured out Mike Myers is probably your best SNL uh, connected actor to jump in there. Uh, and maybe Jason Alexander, maybe Jason Alexander could mm-hmm. do a good uh, Chris Wallace. He, he probably could. I, I would like Jeff that. Bridges. Jeff Bridges, I think maybe he's too, too rugged. He's too rugged. He's too rugged for me. Anybody else on your list? Chris Wallace is from West Virginia, though, so yeah, he's, he has that blue collar background a little bit. All right, this is, we're 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 uh, doing Castaway. It's our new monthly segment, the last hour of every month, where we take a sports star and cast them in a movie. They're making a movie about them. Six seven one two nine is the text line, but also ask people to tweet us. And we've got some good tweets. I think we've got some of our best tweets uh, uh, yet on this segment. Um, first off, Jay May 11, who hosts uh, Three Shades of Blue Radio before mm-hmm. us every Saturday, he suggests Fred Thompson or Brian Dennehy. Yes. Those are tried awesome. to be President Fred Thompson? Yeah, Fred, yes. that's also a local connection mm-hmm. um, uh, to go that way. And, and Brian Dennehy also, he's probably getting too old. Some of these guys... Uh, too, he's probably too old to play him, but I think they could get him. In the right angles, he looks like Chris Wallace. Mm-hmm, he does. Brian Cox could be another one um, who was actually in one of that in the, one of the X Men movies, but a uh, great character actor as well. Uh, also on, on Twitter, we've got that. Uh, what hey, about Philip Seymour Hoffman? Philip, <laughs> somebody needs to get Johnny Radio like a copy of Entertainment Weekly or something. He needs to be up to date on or the what, internet or just the the Oscar in memoriam reel or something. Uh, uh, our uh, Twitter follower uh, uh, Chad recommended Daryl Hammond from SNL. He can play mm, him, right? That's really good. That's really really good. And we ha- he would probably just completely nail the accent. Yeah, he would get it perfect. I think he would be perfect. He's kind of up there now on my list. Like I think. I'm sure Biff is a good job. Daryl Hammond would be tremendous, and he's in need of a comeback. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> <laughs> like he was on SNL for for half of its run. Tim Robbins for real. Tim Robbins, maybe, maybe. Has he filled out a little bit as he's gotten older? I always think of him as kind of skinny and tall, he's a little thicker. Yeah, <laughs> he's a little. Yeah, I can see that. I, I googled him. I, he's gray now. I can see that. Uh, of course, any of these guys could wear a wig, like the gray Chris Wallace wig. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're casting Chris Wallace. Also, I had one earlier from Ed Harvey Rock- Keitel. At at Rocky Top uh, sixty seven on Twitter says uh, Oliver Platt. Oliver oh, Platt. Who's Oliver that's Platt? Really good. Google him. He, You'll say he's in one of the X Men movies, so you probably don't like him. Um, he was in uh, uh, Flatliners like twenty two years ago. I think you throw the the uh, the Chris Wallace wig on him, he could be perfect too. We've had some good candidates. This is going to be a hard audition. Yeah, it is. I- I'm liking this movie better and better. 
Um, all right, so let me double check to see if we got any more uh, suggestions. So I think, ooh, man, Daryl Hammond's good. I, I think I think Daryl Hammond or Oliver Platt. I think Oliver Platt is a really exceptional. exceptional. He'd be, he'd what be about good. Edward Furlong? A, a, a key is to to lock down that you got to have the, the the accent in the delivery mm-hmm. uh, to to make it to make it work for for Chris Wallace. All right, so I think we we got some good. Uh, some good possible uh, candidates there for the Chris Wallace movie. Cannot wait to see it. Um, what's Survivor, that? the Chris Wallace story. Survivor, the Chris Wallace story. Is that what we're calling it? Uh, what's that that wa- that movie that was the animated movie with the word Wallace in it and Grumps or something? What's that movie? I don't oh, uh, Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he, he maybe uh, he, that will be the sequel. What about Todd Lowe? Wallace and Gromit too. Uh, Todd Lowe, the dude who plays uh, Terry Belfour in uh, True Blood. You watch True Blood, and you're making fun of us for watching X Men. Dude, he was in Studio a couple weeks ago. Oh, he was. Yeah, that's how oh. come I knew him. Oh, so he's like your best friend. That's why you know him. Okay. Um, no, I don't think so. If he wants to, he's, maybe. He's too young. He's too young. Too young. All right. Well, I love, I love, I love all of these ideas. Uh, great ideas from the listeners. You uh, as well, Greg. But we are rolling low on time. I know we've got to uh, take a moment for you to tell us why Nashville sucks. So let's what do it. What about Nashville? Find out what about Nashville. Well, let's go burn on Nashville down. Set it all aflame. Barbecue those greedy's head. Make country weak and lame. Burn, burn, Nash Vegas, cleanse its rancid soul. Burn, burn, rancid too, make it a big black hole. Ah! All right, Greg, why does Nashville suck this month? Nashville sucks because Travel and Leisure magazine named Nashville the number one city in the country for barbecue. And that is stupid. It, it it is just completely outrageous and, and loses all credibility for travel leisure magazine. Right? Nashville yeah. barbecue is great. Uh, maybe like, but it, they don't have their own style. I mean, they just mm-hmm. they borrow from other regions. That there it it like even if they pick North Carolina or Kansas City or or whatever, you know, I, you could live with that because they have a distinctive style. Right. But Nashville, I mean. That's ridiculous. And I'm fine with Nashville maybe being on the top ten, right? Maybe even top five, maybe number five because it borrows from the other regions, maybe. But just putting it there, like the credibility is just it's just it's just it's just outrageous. Like how can you say a city doesn't have their own style that that steals from the other ones uh, right. is the best one? There's no way. <laughs> and, and like the the examples they cited were like a, a barbecue sushi. Uh, thing that you could try. And yeah. it, it, it's just, it's not barbecue that they're talking about. <laughs> it, it, and, and I, I certainly hope travel and leisure has, has gone out of business by the, by now. <laughs> by now. Yeah. in the two weeks that has happened. <laughs> All right, Greg, I appreciate you uh, joining us. We will uh, catch up with you next month and we'll be sure to pick up the 25th anniversary issue of the Memphis Flyer on stands on Wednesday. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, y'all. Right, it's Greg Akers at the Flyer. Follow him at Greg Akers on Twitter. We are past time for a break, but I do want to tell you uh, about our new uh, sponsor on the program, Croc Center Memphis. I am now a member of Croc Center. It's located right there at the fairgrounds. I know you've, you've heard about it. It's a new kind of community center. The uh, The Ray and Joan Croc Community Center is a 100,000-square-foot recreation 
Education, Worship, and Arts Center. And amenities include they've got an NBA-sized court. They've got indoor soccer fields, outdoor soccer fields. The aquatic center is unbelievable with an indoor pool, a water slide, and a lazy river. And the fitness center where they've got cable TV on each and every cardio machine. It's Croc Center, Memphis, located uh, right there in the middle of the city at uh, 800 East. Parkway South Memphis, Tennessee, 38104, right next to Tiger Lane. Memberships start as, as low as $32 a month for individuals and $53 for household memberships. Visit crocmemphis.org for more information. That's Croc Memphis, a new kind of community center. And coming up in a few weeks, Lionel Hollins will be there. Uh, for an event on Saturday, June 21st from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the Croc Center for Take Control of Your Blood Pressure event. Uh, Hollins will be there. Uh, there will be prizes and food samples and more. We'll tweet out some more information about that. Uh, the three-on-three basketball with Coach Hollins during that event, and he'll be speaking um, as well. That's at the Croc Center on June 21st, so Hollins is back in town for that. But anyway, that's our show. Uh, no time for woos and booze, but thanks, Greg Akers. Thanks, Lauren Lee. Thanks, Kevin Light. And for Marcus Hunter, Johnny Radio, and CJ Hurt, thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week from high atop Mount Mariah. Good night, everybody.